So this morning was an interesting one at 2.30 a.m. (laughs) 2.30 a.m. The TV, the television in my uh, bedroom turned on and it was on uh, Young Sheldon. I I woke up to Young Sheldon at 2.30 this morning. I was like, what the heck is going on? Apparently one of my many, many, many children, I don't even know which one, had climbed into the bed, somehow pushed a button on the remote control or something like that and turned on the TV. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in the middle of a sleep cycle. This is not going to work. Closed my eyes back until 3 a.m., got up at 3, went downstairs, grabbed my hashtag Rise and Grind Planner like I always do. And when I grab my hashtag Rise and Grind Planner, one of the things I love to do is right at the top of the planner on every single page, right at the top, there's always a quote that is submitted by actual Rise and Grind members. And I'm super excited uh, because we are actually, uh, today is the deadline um, that we are going to be, uh, next year's planner are coming out. So we've been working on next year planners, all new quotes and, and submissions, which I appreciate. But I opened it up today and the quote today was from Angie Ruffer. Angie's been a part of Hashtag Rise Grind for a little while now. Uh, she's been a friend of mine, which I greatly appreciate. And she's an inspiration to everybody in the group. And Angie's quote was this. I think to change the world, this is what she said. She says, I think to change the world, we start with ourselves and our kids and spread the love and positivity. We can always be a better human every day. Angie, I just want to give you an amen on that. We can always be a better human every day. 1%, right? 1% better. And I love the idea of starting with ourselves. The way to change the world is to start with self. Model by example. Scott Simons was talking about it yesterday, right? What's said in the front of the car is heard in the back of the car. (laughs) I love that. Such a simple saying and yet so powerful, right? So when we lead by example, we start with ourselves and and the people immediately around us, spreading that love and positivity, becoming better humans every single day we can change the world. I thought that was really powerful, Angie, and I appreciate you sharing that with us this morning as we start off today's episode of Hashtag Rise and Grind. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? there's no excuse for you not pushing yourself to the next level in order for you to create a new you you must have a new mindset when teams come together we can create things that are greater than the sum of all of their parts Welcome to Hashtag Rise and Grind. I am your host, Glenn Lundy. I am a husband to one, a father to eight. 
and the creator of what is going to be the number one most watched morning show in the world. It is 5.30 a.m. and I hope that you are ready to rise and grind. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Dude, today is Thursday. That's right. Today is Thursday, September 30th, 2021. And what's crazy is today is the very first and the very last time it'll ever be Thursday, September 30th, 2021. So I want to make sure we make the absolute most, and I do mean the absolute most of this absolutely incredible, incredible day. Fair enough. Whoa, that wasn't supposed to happen. There we go. Let's make the most of this absolutely incredible, incredible day. Hey, um, I was looking at the math today, and we have 26 episodes left of hashtag rise and grind. Can you believe that? 26 episodes left of this show, hashtag rise and grind, and then we will be at our 1,000th episode. And we're gonna be celebrating that 1,000th episode live in person on November 5th at the Central Bank Center in Lexington, Kentucky. It's an all new facility that's absolutely spectacular. So we're gonna be celebrating that last episode, that 1,000th episode of Hashtag Rise and Grind. And I don't know, man, I was just thinking about it this morning and it's really weird to think about. Like that's the only way to describe it. It's really weird to think about because like, like, I don't know how I feel about it. (laughs) Does that make sense? I mean, I've been doing this every day, Monday through Friday for the last four years. And so I don't, I don't really know how I feel about it. But what I do know, here's what I do know. I do know that I need to let Like, I do know that I need to let go of it. I know that. That I'm very, very clear. I know I need to let go of it. But I don't know what the new handhold is. Right? Like, I don't, I don't know. It's like, it's like, it's like a jump in rock climbing. Right? Like, there's some stages when you're, when you're rock climbing, like real deal rock climbing. There's some stages that you have to trust yourself enough to let go. You have to trust yourself enough to literally risk complete crash and burn, right? (laughs) In order to achieve, in order to progress, in order to move higher. And so we've come such a long way with this incredible, incredible show And so I'm just at this point where it's like, as I was reflecting on it this morning, the words that came into my mind were, were, were just real simple words. It was don't look down. That's it. Don't look down. So I hope you'll come and celebrate that thousandth episode with me in Lexington, Kentucky. It's going to be a really, um, (laughs) emotional experience to say the least. I hope that I hope that you'll be there. But thank you so much for coming on this journey with me because we really have come 
a long way. So today we're going to wrap up our Just for Men series. Uh, before we do, y'all know what we got to do on this show. Hmm. I just, it's so much. Yeah, I got to do it. Okay. Clubhouse sometimes doesn't leave me as many options. I'll explain that a little bit later. Okay, hey, let's do some dancing. Come on, you ready? Let's get this body in motion. Listen, an object in motion tends to stay in motion. An object at rest tends to stay at rest. We got to get moving this morning. We got ish to do, right? We've got ish to do. For those of you that know, those of you that don't know, this is part of the show where I need you to hit that share button. That's right. I need you to hit that share button because I believe if we can change the way people start their day, it'll make a massive impact on this planet. I truly believe that. And sometimes all it takes to change the way somebody starts their day is for you to hit that share button. Fair enough. Fair enough. If you're on Clubhouse, hit the plus sign. Maybe you're listening on YouTube or listening to the podcast. Subscribe, write a review. There's lots of ways to share. All right. This is also the part of the show where I want to say good morning to you and I want you to say good morning to me. Whether you're watching live or you're watching replay, say what's up and I'll say what's up back. Fair enough? Fair enough. How you doing, Marcus Ellis? I appreciate that. What's up, Soul Salcedo? Great to see you. How you doing, Brad Smith? Tom Popelka is in the building. Marilyn Wilkins, Simona Holloway is up in here. What's up, Rodney Rock Hatfield, John Gayheimer, Dana Fishbean in the building. Janelle Griego, Brad Smith, what up? Yep, I lost the entire discussion about the event. What do you mean? Come on. Oh, your video's freezing? Yeah, Facebook. Yeah, that's another reason we're done. Robert Downey, Trendy Trenda, Trendy Trenda, Sean Weatherby, Kim Fair. We've got uh, the real Mariana Thomas is in the house. Tim Hunt is up in here this morning. Navia Green is in the building. Great to see you, Navia. I am Burgess 305. Positively, Sally Ann is up in here. Linda Sims is in the building as well. I see Triple J up in here. What's up, Irie? Great to see you as well. And my boy Ramon in the house over on Clubhouse. We've got Amanda Dahl, Justin's in the building. What's up, Dr. Sean? Great to see you. Dr. Janie, great to see you as well. I see Bernita and Scott and Tamara Andrus. Dr. Rose in the building. We've also got uh, Maureen and TM. What's up, Sebastian? How you doing, Dr. Anouk? What's up, Renee and Georgina and Dakota and Christina? I see David and Mario and Solana and Megan and Tosh and Tony Mo. Annette's up in here and Emmy and Melina and G.I. and Wendy and Greg and Armando and Melvin and all kinds of folks up in here this morning. I love it. Fab Realtors in the building. Hey, while I got your attention, all y'all, dude, I'm so stoked. The Breakfast with Champions podcast is blowing up. You guys are dropping reviews and really making an impact, and I greatly appreciate that. So keep it up. Keep it up. If you haven't done so already, maybe this is your first time here. We have an incredible podcast, the Breakfast with Champions podcast over on iTunes. I would love it if you would go over there, check it out, subscribe, drop us a five-star review, all of those amazing things. It would mean the world to me if you would go do that. It would mean the world. And if you need a link, you can just go to breakfastwithchampions.live. That's breakfastwithchampions.live. That'll link you straight to the podcast and all of the other amazing things that we've got going on here with Rise and Grind and Breakfast with Champions. Fair enough? 
Let's wrap up this series. Here we go. Humble, control of our appetite, provider for our families, protectors of our families, leaders within our families. That is how you as a man have been called. You've been called to those five things. Now, within that, you're also going to most likely have a desire to be first. You're going to have a desire to be authoritative in nature. And you're going to feel a responsibility to make a three-generational impact and ultimately to elevate your situation beyond the natural baseline in order to impact people's lives beyond your own. That's a 35 second, what it means to be a man synopsis. Now, that might sound a little bit complicated, and the reason for that is being a man is work. Being a man is work. It's not just something you can stumble into. It's not just something you can do part-time. It takes work. Dude, when Adam was first created, the first thing that God did was put him to work. <laughs> Literally, the first thing he did was put him to work. Work and man are synonymous with one another. Work and man are synonymous with with one another. Now, whether that is working with a hammer or some type of tool, maybe that's working with a pen, right? Maybe you're the type of person that does their work with a pen and a pad of paper, whether that's working on a job or maybe it's working on yourself or maybe most importantly, maybe it's working on your mind. Being a man takes work. Now, here's the thing, though. When it comes to work, it's not just work with the intention of staying busy. It's work with the intention of leaving your mark. You see, it's really interesting. Life itself is much longer than you think. 
and yet your window of opportunity is much smaller than you can possibly imagine. You see, half of your life, you are either going to be too young. I'm sorry, for a, po a big portion of your life, you're going to be too young. And then for another big portion of your life, you're going to be too old to be able to do all of the things that you can possibly dream and imagine. So what you've got is this space in the middle. You know, recently I heard Myron Golden, we've gotten an, uh, to see him a couple times on Breakfast with Champions lately. And I'd also heard Grant Cardone say this in the past, uh, but I was reminded by Myron uh, yesterday or the day before it was. And here's what Myron Golden said. He said, the amount of money that you earn is not as important as the speed at which you earn it. If you have a million dollars, if you earn a million dollars over the period of 20 years, you're not rich. But if you can earn a million dollars over the period of 20 days, that same million dollars now has a bigger impact, right? And the takeaway from that, my friends, is it is urgent that you act upon that with which you are called. There's no time to delay. It is with complete and utter urgency that you make a decision, that you decide to step into all that you are. That's one thing I wanted you to walk away with today. The second thing that I want you to walk away with today before we wrap up is men i just want to give you permission today i want to give you permission to open a door for a woman i want to give you permission today to buy dinner to pay for dinner with a woman i want to give you permission today to act like a gentleman around women. I want to give you permission today to be chivalrous, to buy flowers, to be hopelessly romantic. I want to give you permission today. It's okay. It is okay for you to put your girlfriend, your wife, your love interest. It is okay for you to put them up on a pedestal it is okay for you to be affectionate. It is okay for you to love on her. It is okay for you to tell her that she is beautiful. It is okay for you to do all those things. I give you, I grant you permission. I give you and grant you permission to go out of your way, to make her laugh, to make her smile. It is 100% A-okay for you to do all of those things. You know, my wife and I had our 10-year anniversary recently, and for, her, for our 10-year anniversary, I got her 10 bouquets of flowers. 
and I had them delivered to her at different times throughout the day. She got some flowers delivered to the house in the morning, and then she got some flowers delivered to the she got some flowers delivered to the soccer field later that day, and then she got some flowers delivered to her when we when we showed up for our dinner date at a fancy restaurant. The tenth bouquet of flowers was sitting there on the table waiting for her, and just throughout the day, she got the first couple, and she's like, "Wait a minute, I got I got three bouquets. Wait, no, now I got five. Oh, wait, I got." I got seven. Wait, now I have nine. Where's the 10th one? All throughout the day. And my wife doesn't even like flowers, bro. <laughs> she doesn't even really like flowers. But you know what she liked? You know what she told me at the end of the day? She said, you really made me feel special today. And the smile on her face showed it. My friend Shaka Dyson, he is a beast, bro. Shaka Dyson is a beast, motivational speaker, F&I Excellence Council. This dude will tear you up alive. Pop onto his Facebook over the last 15 days. He's been in Jamaica with his bride. Can't keep his hands off her, Gator. Just can't keep, he just keeps talking about her over and over and over. And what's amazing is he made this post here on Facebook. It's a picture of him and his wife. And here's what it says. It says, did you know we decided to be, be together the very first day we met? We didn't even date. He said, there was no feeling out process, just the most different feeling, an unexplainable feeling we both had that screamed, she's the one. He said, did you know I moved her into my house a week after we met? Literally in five days, the moving truck was at my house and her things being moved in. Did you know that I asked her to marry me two weeks after I met her? Literally five days after she moved in, we married two years later. Did you know we now have been married 13 years this week? We have three children. She's a wonderful mother. Do you know we've built a business together? She works with me. She's my backbone. The best decision I've ever made was to follow my gut and not tradition, to pursue her as my wife and not see her as just someone to date. God has blessed me tremendously with a partner for life and I love her even more now than the day we got married. Love at first sight is a real thing. Here we are when he made this post and if you look at them, all the pictures, they're like two kids in a candy store so deeply in love and the affection that he pours on this woman and I just want you to know that he's still the toughest badass son of a gun you'll ever meet in your life he works with my dealers every single day he punches them in the face every single day he's as masculine as they come it's okay to show affection it's okay to be a hopeless romantic you have permission to be chivalrous I don't care what society tells you put her on a pedestal my friend I think one of the biggest problems we have on this planet is that. That we forgot how important it is to make people feel special, feel important, and feel like they're the only one. The third thing I want to share with you today comes from my man, Eric Thomas. This is just a good old-fashioned butt whooping for me and for you. So for men, here you go. We're going to leave you with some E.T. I remember praying one day, I'm out praying three o'clock in the morning. I'm talking to the creator at three o'clock in the morning and I ain't where I want to be. And I'm like, God, I ain't where I want to be. And he was like, you stop being a victim. I said, what you mean a victim? Well, it ain't my fault my mom got pregnant at 17. It ain't my fault my daddy wasn't there. It ain't my fault they couldn't get along. It ain't my fault. He said, boy, you, you grown. You ain't 10 no more. You, you, the decisions you make right now is up to you. You crying about something that happened to you when you was a kid. You ain't even no kid no more. You a grown man. 
Take full ownership. The stupid stuff you're doing, your parents didn't make you play no video games. And what you crying about? So what your daddy wasn't there? Your mama ended up getting married. What you crying about? He went to work every day. He never beat you. He never abused you. Your mama did the best she knew how to do. What you crying about? You grew up in a house. What you crying about? You was never sexually assaulted. What you crying about? Did somebody beat your butt because you did something you wasn't supposed to do? What you crying about? Nobody just came home and started whipping you. Man up. Principle number two, man up, stop crying. My teacher don't like you, why? Why she don't like you? Maybe you talk too much. Maybe you disrespectful. Why don't, don't say she don't like you. Go look in the mirror and take full ownership. Why does she not like me? I'll never forget, I said, God, I want to be one of the best at what I do. I want to change lives. And I got a call from Les Brown. And I flew to go meet Les Brown. He said, E.T., you should be making at least $50,000 nationally and $100,000 internationally. I was like, what? He was like, yeah, kid, you good. So I went home. I was like, God, why ain't you making 50000 He said, because you're watching the World Series. Because you're watching the NBA Finals. Because you're watching football and you're watching three games. You're watching the 1 o'clock game, the 430 game. <laughs> the 8 p.m. game, and then you watch ESPN to rewatch everything you watch. That's why you ain't successful. You're watching LeBron make his dreams become a reality. You're watching the Black Mamba make his dreams become a reality. If you put the same time LeBron put in, and I started studying, and I realized as an African-American male, I need to get a master's degree and a PhD in order to do what I'm doing. And guess what? I had to get up even though it was hard, and I had to take ownership of my life, take ownership of my time, take ownership of my day. You got a phone, and you're not learning the second language. That's your fault. You got a phone and you don't know how to do calculus, that's your fault. You got a cell phone, a smartphone, you can go on the internet and all you're doing is being social on it while Zuckerberger is making billions of dollars on it. Showtime, listen to me one more thing, but I'll leave you with this. It's time to take ownership. You want your clothes washed? Mama, make the boy wash his clothes. Teach him how to separate the colors from the white. Mama, let your boy cook, teach him how to cook. Let him take ownership. Make him go grocery shopping. He said, well, he don't know how to cook like me. Give him at least a day then. Give him two days. Take ownership. Teach him how to change the oil. Make him put gas in the car. Ownership. I love my daughter the light, but when we go, when we go to the gas station, my baby girl get out. My baby girl get out and pump the gas. Somebody said, why you, make your, why you make your queen to be, why you make her, why you make her pump gas? Because I need to teach her one day I might die on this plane and she need to know how to put the gas in the car. Listen to me very closely. Make these boys grow up. Fellas, take ownership. Don't you ever say you don't have something because of what somebody's doing. So I need you to take ownership of your time, of your what? Time. Of your mind, of your what? Time. Oh, come on, y'all playing. I used to get so mad at Jalen. Jalen would get up. I knew it was football day because he'd get up 6 o'clock in the morning. His uniform was ready. His shoes was ready. And he would eat breakfast. I'm like, what's going on? He like, game day. Friday night lights. Game day. And I would be so upset. And he like, why you hating on me? 
You hating on me, Dad. Like, you can't stand. I'm going to be a football player. I'm going to leave. You hating on me. I said, I'm not hating on you. But what I hate is that the energy for school and the energy for life, you don't have the same energy for that that you got for football and girls. All I'm asking for is the same energy you put in sports. I'm asking for the same thing in terms of your mind. So before I go to my last one, first day of school, Jalen is at a predominantly white school. No white, no black professors. No, it's a high school. No teachers, no administration, no faculty or staff. I send my son to the school. My son get to the school. I pay attention. They got like, well, you can go online and look at their grades. First test he got in math was a 38. Second one was a 58. Now, my son didn't know it, but he forgetful. So he left the password in that joint. I wrote it down. So I was just going on a sneak tip without even knowing, looking at his stuff. So one day he in there getting ready, he in there getting the hat to match the J's. He got the fit and he in there singing to himself, rapping, doing his thing. I walked in, I said, son, I got a question to ask. He said, what's up, dad? I said, do you have a learning disability? And he was like, <laughs> a what? I said, a learning disability. He said, a learning a learning, a learning disability. Come on, Dad. Where you get that from? I said, boom, 38 and the 58. That's where I got that from. He was like, oh, no, Dad. No, no, no. See, what happens is, you know, they give out about uh, 10, 15 tests throughout the course of the year. And the first two, I'm just kind of filling it out. I'm filling the teacher out. I was like, well, you ain't doing a good job of filling her out, though, son. You got 38 and 58. He's like, but, Dad, don't you see the progression, Dad? 38, 58, next one about to be a 78. I got this. Now, I probably shouldn't be saying this because we recording, but I told my son, you're one of the very few black males at that school. You got 30 days, son. You represent me. I'm around here telling people all over the world as a motivational speaker that they got to want to succeed as bad as they want to breathe. And my own seed ain't taking it serious. I'm willing to catch a case, son. He know I wasn't playing. My man came back 30 days later with all A's. I was heated. I was upset. And he was like, Dad, it seemed like I do bad. You pissed. I do good. I can't win. I said, I'm pissed because you should have been doing this in the first place. But not somebody got to tell you they're going to whip you or they're going to disrespect you in order for you to do take ownership. If you can get all A's in the class, do it. You don't, you, 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 you don't need nobody to give you $50, $100, no pair of shoes, take you on no trip. You a grown man. Do it because you can. Do it because our ancestors couldn't. My man at the University of Michigan, do you understand a hundred years ago, those Africans that were enslaved could have went to U of M and murdered, could have went to Princeton and Harvard and Yale, but it was illegal for a black man or a black woman to read. They would lynch you if you got caught learning. And here you are with the opportunity and you ain't going to do it. Gentlemen, you've got opportunity. A small window of it. We've got a lot of it. Sorry about that on Clubhouse. Gentlemen, we've got opportunity. But life itself is much longer than you think, and your window of opportunity is much smaller than you can possibly imagine. It's time for you to take responsibility, to lean in. Not just for you, but ultimately the generations that come behind you. I need you to lean in, to step up and be a man. If you need permission to do so, it is now officially granted. Listen, brothers, 
And I know there's some ladies in here listening. Y'all weren't supposed to be in here this week, but I hope it was, I hope you found it valuable as well. But listen, listen, guys, listen. We have a father in heaven, okay? You are a child of God. You are a child of God, and it is in your DNA. You are a creator. You have the ability to create an impactful life. You have the ability to leave your mark. You have the ability to create a three-generational at least impact. You cannot get there being, you're not going to get there part-time. You were not put here for part-time. It's every day. It's work. It's working on self, working on your mind, working on your dreams, working on your desires. It is constant work. You are a craftsman with the ability to create. And so I challenge you to lean into that every single aspect of it a little bit better every single day because it matters. You see, the decisions you make today, they matter. It makes an impact on your friends, on your family members, on your coworkers, even the littlest things like a decision for you. When you chose to show up here today, it made an impact on me, right? You don't show up. I'm just a crazy dude talking to himself in a closet, right? So every single decision you make every single day matters. So let's make the decisions that are going to continue to point you towards your legacy so that you can make an impact. Listen, I love you, bro. I really, really do. If nobody's told you that yet today, I want to be the first. I absolutely stinking love you. So get out there and step into your greatness. I'll see you guys here tomorrow morning, 5.30 a.m. We'll do this all over again on hashtag rise and grow. See ya. Stay well, stay well, stay well, stay well. Catch that rising grind, catch that rising grind. First thing on.